Bam! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Love, Lust, and Badass Soul. I'm one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host from the DMV, the beautiful one herself, Miss <laughs> Lady. What's going on? Hey. And I gotta How's say, going? like you can no longer talk about me calling you T anymore because on your last Cookie Chronicles, you called yourself T like three times, and I wrote it down because I'm like, I wonder. I if call she... myself <laughs> T. I'm calling you what the fuck I want to call you. But enough All about right, us and our foolish. That was uncalled for. But enough <laughs> about us. We we something we don't have on this podcast a lot is guests, right? And so we have a very special guest this week. Uh, joining us, T. This is your brother. I'm gonna let you go ahead and introduce him. Go ahead, take it away. I'm gonna introduce the crazy, the funny, one of the realest people I know, Mr. B. Super hey, B. How y'all doing? Thank y'all for having me. You know what I mean on this glorious platform. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, anytime, anytime, hey, anytime. I'm ready to set it off, though. I ain't going to hold you up. <laughs> ready to set it off. So, uh, before before we got some topics, we're going to have a lot of fun. We got some emails that are just wild. We're going to have some fun on this episode, but before we get into all that shit. Love. Love. Lust. Lust. And that so. First opening that we have today, we got to talk about this Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion shit because, like, the way that this whole story unfolded, right? Because first we, we found out that Tory Lanez was arrested, then like a day or a day or two later, we found out that not only was he arrested, but Megan Thee Stallion had got shot, and then we found out it was in her foot, and then today I think we just finally got confirmed that Tory's the one who shot her in her foot. First yeah. of all, I know I know Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez have been close. I didn't know that they were officially dating. I don't know if that's rumor been confirmed or not. Like I don't know what's going on there. But the way that this whole shit came off, I would just I, I have to get one of those old school Dave Chappelle True Hollywood stories reenactments of, of this night because the way that it just sounds is just fucking crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Hey, sounds like, like are that. they dating? Mm. Are they just friends? Like what's going on? Sounds like cocaine's a hell of a drug. Let me see. Say. That was the thing I was thinking. Like, he had to have been high. He had to. He had to have been on something. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. And then, uh, before you. we before we started recording, this is the first least tweet I've seen from Megan, and she talked about like people were making fun of it, and social media is crazy, and saying that this is something that legitimately she's now traumatized from, and it's like. Right. I can understand it. If it's somebody, even if they're not dating, let's take that speculation out of it. Her, I've seen videos with her and Tory Lanez dancing. Like, they have clearly had a relationship and a friendship. Yeah, yeah, kicking it. So, like, for you to get shot in the foot by somebody you probably trusted would be traumatizing yeah. to anybody, I would think, right? Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Yeah. And they probably were so close to where she didn't feel the need to have her security around. And she always has security. Weren't. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. So now is it so confirmed how, how or just a speculator? Yeah, like how Kylie's in the mix, I don't know, is what just speculated be. Did he did the shooting or is it is it confirmed or are we still so, drawing? You know what I mean? As far as I know, nobody has said a hundred percent it was Tory Lanez. It's kinda so like the way the story is, some people are saying that he shot warning shots. At first it was that they got shot at. And him shooting warning shots got Megan the Stallion shot in the foot. But then it came out like other things that they actually were into it and they had an altercation and her and was it Kylie were trying to walk away from it. And then he shot in the floor and got and she got shot in the foot. Like all in all, every story, every story has at least painted it so far that he did not intend to shoot her in the foot. But it seems like it was a intimidation tactic, which in of itself is bad to try to intimidate a woman with a gun. So look, been there, okay? But ain't no coming back from this, okay? (laughs) Oh no. Like there's no way they could be friends again after this. 
as far as I'm concerned, I couldn't do it. Ain't gonna be no Chris Brown and Rihanna reunion on the song on this. If it is, then somebody no. needs some true therapy because ain't no way in yeah. hell. Ain't no way in hell. Nope. I need all the facts. I need all the facts before I speak on it. I feel that. I feel that though. I respect it. I'm, I'm waiting to see how the rest is going to unfold though. I'm waiting for court documents. You know, he goes to court October 13th. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I'm sure because he's a celebrity, it'll be recorded. He's still locked? No, he no, got out on bail. He got out. Yeah, he got out on bail. So, yeah. um, I mean, and, and it kind of all made sense because at first, it, the first, at least that I heard, was that he shot in the air, but then they were saying that it could have been a felony. And I'm like, since when is shooting in the air? If, I know in New York, discharging a weapon in public at all is a felony. Um, State of Maryland, and you're going to jail. Oh, so, okay. Okay. So, you're going, you're going to jail. Um, like, I, I live in the Midwest, and, you know, they're liberal with their gun laws here. Like, you can, you, yeah. you can, you can walk up and shoot. My uncle got his pit bull shot at in his yard, and the people didn't face no, no jail time, no nothing. So now nah, you going you going to jail out here, bro. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> so like it, the way that this whole thing unfolded is just crazy, man. And you know, overall, and I've I've made my fun. I posted my memes, but seriously, like you know, it's kind of you know, because my mind went to the Della Reese thing in Harlem Nights, like getting shot in the foot with the pinky toe. Like yeah, that's, that was that's, funny. That's what, that's that what my mind went shit. to. But like seriously, <laughs> when you, when you when you take the human aspect out of it, like getting oh, shot man. in general is probably traumatizing as shit. I've been stabbed and that shit was traumatizing. Being being shot and then being shot by somebody who you fuck with is like yeah. 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 Imagine if they like having relations too. It's like oh yeah, that it's, makes it all bad. Them trust issues are gonna last forever. Megan ain't never gonna be dating nobody else again. Now I think her producer came out and I think he tweeted something and then deleted it and he was like Tory Lanez count your fucking days. But he wasn't there though, so that's third person. Yeah, I mean we'll it's see. not admissible in court. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. It's not admissible in court. We'll be following it as soon as that shit becomes like gets. As soon as Megan makes it, because you know, at at some point we know how celebrities roll. Megan is gonna do an interview with somebody, and it's gonna be teary eyed, and we're gonna get all the details and stuff that she ain't released yet. It's gonna happen. It may even be with Oprah, but this shit's gonna happen. Um, I hope not. I hope I'm so over Oprah. Oprah at this point. Like we need to have a conversation about that one day, T. The fact of like how she Oprah's, been canceled. Oprah's had that fall from grace. Like it's the Chicago niggas. It's the Chicago. Every Chicago <laughs> nigga. Like when you think about it, R. Kelly. Uh, Kanye yeah. West, Chance the Rapper, yeah. Oprah Winfrey. These Chicago niggas be tripping. See? They fucked up in the head. <laughs> something in the water. Yeah, you, might, you might be on or something. See, I'm just saying. You got to think you about it. You might be on or something. Jesse Smollett, that was in Chicago. Like, it's, it's something about the shit in Chicago. But uh, we're going to move on from that. Uh, let's get into So the first topic that we have for today. Um, and this is part of the reason why we invited Brian on. As soon as Tia brought up Brian coming on, I immediately wanted to have because as a single man uh, and single people in general, this dating world is scary as fuck. So why not? Let's not share some of our trauma and have dating horror stories. Who wants to go first on this one? Well, I don't really have any horror stories. Come on. No, T, you just said that you also got a gun pulled on you. That is a horror story. That's a horror story, bro. I guess. Okay, okay. It's pretty terrible. Well, when y'all go first, I'll go. I'll go later. You want to go first? I I mean, yeah, I'll go first. Um, I got a lot of stories to be honest. My my life has been crazy. Um, one though, the best one. I can't choose. There's a lot, but one in particular I could really, really stands out. I was probably like nineteen. And my girlfriend at the time, we was beefing. And we had just left the bookstore. She liked to read. She was she was a reader. And she got to talking crazy. So I think I took her book from her, snatched it, threw that joint out the window. <laughs> tossed that joint out the window, right? Disrespectful. Very disrespectful. <laughs> not thinking nothing of it. Like, yeah, you got me fucked up talking all this shit. Because I had paid for it. Oh, you got me fucked mm-hmm. up. Think you about talking to me like that? <sighs> tossed that joint. Not thinking in my mind that she's about to pop off, like mid drive. You know what I mean? So I'm driving down the street, book out the window, she pops off, like immediately punches me square in my face. Hey. Yeah. And um, it escalated, and uh, she uh, turned the key while I was driving, almost wrecked the jump. Uh, it it, it, it could have got real ugly, but that, that's one of the crazier ones. Like, she was ready to kill us both with me throwing a book out the window. Damn. I don't be understanding that. Yeah. 
Like, I, if I'm mad at you, I'm not about to kill me too. I'm not doing that. That's that white people shit. I'm about to kill you, me, and the kids. That's that type Everybody. of shit. Everybody. Well, was she white? Yeah, no. Nah, I don't get down like that. But I don't, I don't either. But I just had to ask. I had to ask. But I feel you though. But we was young. You know what I'm saying? It was that first love, that real intense, aggressive love. You know what I mean? And then we dying today, both of us. That's the first toxic. Yeah. Everybody got their toxic love, or y'all both were toxic as shit when you look back at it. Everybody got one of those. But I got like five stories just from that one situation. Like that was a roller coaster for real. For real. that shit, crazy. <laughs> See, my, my horror story is on a completely different level. That's an actual horror story. Like, you could have died. That's, that's a real shit. One of them. God damn. <laughs> that platinum. Shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. All right. T, you want to go next or you want me to go next? Okay, now that you talked about guns, I got a couple of the gun ones. A and couple? I think about it. That's the D, that's the DMV shit. Like that's that got I got ahead of Hey, I try, bro, I'm trying to tell you them DMV jones, them DMV jones not right, bro. They're different, bro. They're different, bro. Whole different I breed. Mean, are we we just telling one, right? Just, yeah, one. just one. Let me see. Well, I had someone threaten to kill me if I left them. We was into it. But see, he was a drinker. Niggas be saying he was, shit. Was he? Were you worried that he was gonna actually try to kill you, or was he just one of them? At this point, yes, I'm threatening my did. fair share. Like, no, no. He, sometimes you got threatened. He did it before, and I didn't believe him. <laughs> Y'all crazy. That's toxic. <laughs> yeah, it is. He said I didn't threaten my fair share with a straight ass face. I didn't threaten nobody. Ain't my thing. You just threatened me earlier today, so I know you didn't threaten people you I dated. I said I was gonna fight you. I said I was gonna kill you. That's a threat. That's still a, that's threat. a threat. No, that's a threat. That's no. a misdemeanor. That's you know, you got your little black belts and stuff. They ain't that for you. Oh, that's easy work. That's but okay, so we was into it. He was drunk. Now the first time he threatened to kill me, I ain't think nothing of it. But we like this years in this last time and I've seen him like his anger progress mm -hmm. over time and him black out when he get drunk. So this time this is like one of the worst fights like physical fights that we had had and he had like threw a glass bowl at my head and like I threw water on him like we were just going back and forth. And so finally he was like I'll fucking kill you. Like got in my face and was holding me like I will fucking kill you. Oh, he was dead serious. He wasn't he playing. He was dead ass serious. He wasn't playing. Like to the point where I had to call the police. I got a restraining order. I told him he couldn't come back in my house. I had talked to the rental office. I'm like, listen, my, I know his name ain't on the lease, but my question is this: Did you, did you, you say you didn't, you had to threaten and tell him not to come back in your house? Did you ever let him come in your pussy again? Okay, yeah. see, like you just got it. Like, come on now, let's just. We just this is a place of healing. This is a place of healing. We gotta be honest. Gotta, so you he can't come in your house no more. But he this this is why I say and I ask the women who be who be on this sage and shit. Did you sage your coochie also? Because like we need, to, we need to be real about this shit. Listen, this was an on and off again five year thing, and I've done my inner work. Okay, so that will never happen again. Okay. But yes, he did come back after that months later. <laughs> Thank you very fucking much, Hayes. Let's hear your damn story. I had to what be honest. Got? This was a place of healing. I had to be honest. Like, all right, so this is my dating horror story. So, boom. It's the black table talk. <laughs> I'm, okay. So, I'm, uh, there's this chick who I used to work with, right, at, when I worked at this, uh, this factory. And her name was Sarah. She was considerably older than me. She was probably about, like, eight years older than me. So, keep in mind, like, everybody wanted her she was bad i'm not even gonna lie she was bad so i finally convinced her to go to a movie with me we went out we kicking it we had a good old time we get back we pull up at her crib we flirting and whatnot she starts topping me off she starts sucking my dick i'm like all right this this is gonna be this is a win i'm still young as shit i'm like this is a win so i'm in the middle of getting topped off my head is back i'm in the fucking da -da 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 -da. I just have, I, you know, every once in a while when you're getting head in the car, you look around and make sure no cops or nobody's coming. Sometimes, I look up, yeah, you... it's this dude walking beeline right to the car. I'm like, damn, this motherfucker either in the scene us or he's weird or whatnot. She sticks her head up. She's like, oh, shit, that's my husband. Mm. 
So then I'm sitting here, and she's with her head still hovering above my lap. He looking right at the car. I ain't have no tense or nothing. He he knocks on the door. He looks in. He's like, bitch, you better get your ass out of here. Luckily, he wasn't one of them dudes who's, like, trying to start no shit with me because, obviously, he probably didn't call his wife sucking dick. The way that he reacted, Most like, this was, a, this, was a, this was a normal thing. Like, yeah. he, was, he was at home chilling. He saw a car parked up. He was like, oh. Sarah's out there sucking dick again. Oh. <laughs> There's some niggas out here like that, though. Really. So, That's horrible. Really, so, but wait, this, this is really some niggas out here like that. This isn't the worst part. So, like, this is why I say this is a dating horror story. So, she gets out the car or whatnot. He's like, you motherfucker, into this. They walking off. They arguing. I drive. I'm on my way back. I, this is how young I was. I was still living with my mama. And, uh, T, you know, I moved out of my mama house when I was 18. So, this is how young I was. Yeah. So I'm 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 driving back home. She calls me. Well, it's her it's her phone number. I'm like I'm not gonna answer. I get about five calls. I finally pick up. I'm like and I'm immediately her thinking she's gonna apologize. It's him on the phone talking to him, bro. I just need you to keep it real, bro. Like like did you come in her mouth? I was like nigga. <laughs> Did you even get there? That's what I'm saying. I couldn't because you didn't walk your your burly ass about the house. <laughs> like so then. So then uh, he's like That's asking crazy. questions. And she's like, you better leave that boy alone. He was like, boy, how old is he? He's 18. You was sucking 18-year-old dick and our kids is in the house hungry? Listen, uh, that shit like uh, completely, that shit. Woo! Boy, that was the most inter- one of the most interesting nights. Of- I don't know you what just happened. Might, you she, just might have she, elevated into legendary status. <laughs> she, quit, she quit the job two weeks later. Like, he must have told her, like, you got to quit. Like, she quit and walked off, like, never seen I'm it again. He may have. He may have. Like, like the way that he walked out to the car. Like I said, we were out there for only like we were probably sitting out in front for like ten minutes. But the way he walked out, he like he just knew his wife was out there sucking dick. It was not his first like being older now. It was not his first time catching her out there sucking That's some, some dick. beta male shit. Yeah, yeah, which we run into for a lot. Sure. Of. But uh, you said what's that mean? Um, not alpha, soft. Mm. You know, way passive. Yeah. Let a lot of shit slide. It's okay, babe. I, I, yeah. I'll do. I'll do that. Exactly. Be here for you. Why, uh, you, so you, you suck dick because I'm not the man you need me to be. I understand why you're <laughs> sucking that young nigga's dick because I needed to be another man, a better man. Uh, but all right. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Oh man. But that's the cra- that was some crazy shit. The only other dating horror story I got is the time the woman tried to lick my ass and I fell off. But I've told that and I look I fell off the bed. But that's I, not a horror story. That is that's a, a horror, horror story. story. <laughs> I'd be scarred. Holy <laughs> shit. And when I Once say he said that, my heart bro, dropped. And when like, I tell what? you it was easily the top top in the top three head games I've ever had him. I was in heaven. And when I, all of a sudden I start feeling like that tongue go down, like I rolled out of the bed so quick and I was looking up like, motherfucker, what the fuck was you doing? Like, no. You could have just enjoyed it. No, that's not nah. going to happen. No, you can't enjoy no shit like that. All right, but. It's not, it's not okay. <laughs> as comical as that was, let's move into something that's unfortunately not as comical. And so this was a uh, a tweet that uh, somebody had sent me and then Tia, I sent you. And then somebody actually posted it in our uh, the Love, Lust, and Badass Soul discussion group as well. Um. So in this, he was asked in the tweet, um, and Tia, correct me if I'm if I'm wrong on the, on this, but if you found out that I'm paraphrasing, but if you found out that your girlfriend was raped by three dudes, how would you react? Gang rape. Gang rape. Okay. How how would you react? And the responses in this ranged from someone saying, "Oh, you got to get rid of her because I can't like can't nobody else come in my pussy." To what was you doing? To where you would have got raped at? It's your fault if you were out without me. This shit was toxic as fuck. It was. So, question. All okay. right. So, first, is it like this just happened or this is from your past? Uh, you're the currently way, with the current, woman. The girl that you're currently with. with. And this just happened to yeah. you. Yeah. Now, okay, let me say something else. I can get a man not wanting or being hesitant to continue a relationship with a woman that's been that traumatized because that's a lot of mental shit Mm -hmm. to get past. And that can affect you all's sex life. Like, she might be so traumatized by that, but by the fact that y'all, she don't want to even have sex with you. Like, that, mentally, that can be a drain on whoever the partner is. But for the comments to be as rude and disrespectful and possessive, as they were, or that was insane. No, first off, if that was me, if we together at that time when it happened, it's like, do you know these guys? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm killing everybody. What? 
Then that's my thing. Like, if you, you know if you my girl, we in a serious relationship. You know, type time. And you get raped. There's no way I'm blaming you. My thing is, listen. How much do we got for bail? Like, you need to start getting that ready because I'm about to go on a spree. I'm like, I'll turn myself in afterwards. You ain't even got to look for me. You can, but I I need to handle this business real quick. But like, I'm gonna. Nah, we don't need bail money. I don't plan on getting caught. We just it's just take a little time. (laughs) Well, just take a little time. Get them one by one. But, but like so this is some of the responses i'm gonna read the ones exactly so one is i dumped that bitch why is she a bitch and she was and she was that's aggressive yeah that's that's ridiculous the second one is dump her why did she put herself in that situation which is just retarded um the se- another one dump her one she was raped by three men the trauma would be too heavy for her for things to be the same normal Two, where was she without me for this to even be possible? My girl shouldn't be out at Work. night or in in a. My girl should not be out late or in a public place without me if she didn't want to. Li- like, first of all, as men, we have to stop having this possess these possessive ideas of women that we're with. Like, they yeah. are not possessions, and I think not that's yours. what a lot of that exactly like. She's yours in the sense of if she submits to you and she's you're each other's, but at the same time. People are still people. You have to treat them as humans. You can't expect, like, how can you blame someone if she's out, like, with her girls and she gets raped? How can you blame her for that? That's just ridiculous to me. This is one of the reasons, like, these responses are are some of the reasons why Black women consistently say that we don't feel protected. Because this was not just one race making these comments. It was a lot of Black men making these comments, too. So, yeah, no. No. I mean, I have nothing to say. I mean, they're right. Niggas gotta do better. Would have killed them all. Niggas gotta do better. Oh yeah. I'm with you, B. Like I wouldn't have got them all at once, but over time, pop each one. Like you gotta, you gotta lay low for a little bit. Pop so one, no give it about six to eight months, you. right? So that way you make sure the case ain't on, on the you. Next. Yeah, then you gotta go. That's, right. that's how you do it. So, so this is gonna be some repercussions for sure. It's yeah. not oh, gonna yeah. go un. No. Yeah, you gotta get them. You gotta get them. But for you guys, like, would you guys stay with her? Oh, in that yeah. Situation? I mean, you, like you said, what I'm gonna leave her for? Yeah. Why leave her? Like, I mean, because, like someone said, the, the trauma could be a lot. That's what therapy's for. Niggas, like, I love therapy. It'd be. It, it, it's, it have to be. It have to be a tough. Well, like it have to be a real weird situation for me to be like, all right, I can't, I can't deal with you no more. Like if you if you found out she was like, and even then you still can't blame her like to, for being a victim, but then it'll make you raise questions. Like let's say she you found out she was like doing OnlyFans on the side or, some, or stripping on the side you didn't know or prostituting or some shit like that. Like then I can see you dumping her, but even then still, like what she went through was so traumatizing. I'd still be there as a friend. I, I could be like, look, we can't be together, but I want to help you get through this. Mm, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. All right, cool. Agree. Let's move into topic number three. And this one is, again, uh, because Brian Shefford, this would be a good one to talk about. Um, the rules of being single and dating in 2020. And the reason why I put this on here, you know, we're, we're all in the in the podcast group. And really, what one thing that I've gained from this group and seeing is that people have weird ass perspectives on being single, on what being single means and also what dating is in, in the nice. year and age that we live in. Like, I've seen everything from like people saying that, Oh, if we're if we're talking and getting to know each other, and I find out you you talking or getting to know anyone else, I can't talk. Like why? Like it's shit like that is weird to me. So I figured why not why not us make our official love lesson badass rules to being dating rules to single and being dating in twenty twenty. So uh, because of this, I think we're gonna give this one up to ladies first. T, what you got is your first rule to being single and dating. Smart man. (laughs) Smart man. Um, be honest and be intentional. Mm, okay, that's good. That's cool. Um, a lot of I feel like a lot of men feel like if they're not honest, that they won't get as far as they want. And women just want the option. We don't want to be lied into something that is not like don't don't finesse us. Mm-hmm. If you just want to have sex, say you just want to have sex. Now, we might not agree to it, but we're going to respect you a whole lot more for being honest as opposed to finessing us, making it feel like you like us and you want to date us, and then we have sex and we never hear from you again. So give us the option and be intentional. And be honest. 
Like, first of all, I don't understand why anyone that is single is getting to know other people or dating other people and not expect that person to, to also do the same thing. Exactly. People. Yeah. So I need I need everybody to open their eyes a little bit now. Unless y'all have a conversation about, okay, are we gonna do this and it's just us? Like what are the ramifications of what, what we're doing? Then always assume that they're fucking with other people. Cause nine times out of ten they are. All right, I like that. Yeah, Brian. Uh, that was pretty good. <laughs> and I mean, I think to add to that, I think um, yeah, assume people are talking to other people, and then like stop being. People need to stop hiding they what they feel and trying to be tough. If you do want to be exclusive and say, hey, I want to cut off the people I'm talking to, I would like for you to do the same. Like stop putting put your pride to the side and just say that. Like the most they can say is no, and then you guys can continue getting to know each other. Like people have their pride so wrapped up and stuff that they would rather run away from a situation than just to tell the person that they're interested in. Hey, I'm feeling you this way. I kind of want would hope that we can you know more so focus on each other if we are both talking to each other. Like what or what or even say. All right, what does it look like to you so we can get to the place that we are just focusing on each other? Because I think I'm kind of I'm kind of wanting to go that way, like evaluate and have that conversation. Talk. Communication is where the biggest thing people fail at in this day and age is people don't just communicate. They communicate with like intent or they communicate with like trying to get a certain thing out of it rather than having open communication and being honest. People will respect you more. And what I've noticed in my older age and t- turning 30 is that to Tia's point. If you say, hey, you know, I just want to fuck. Now, if we develop something out of there to where it wants to go more, you know, let's leave the door open to that. But women will be people and men and women will be more receptive to that. But you you also don't want to give people take away people's power of choice by them thinking that they're agreeing to something and you're really pulling the wool over the eyes. Just be real and tell them like, hey, this is what it is. I'm fucking Sheila, too, but I don't really like Sheila like I do you, but I'm fucking her like it is what it is. (laughs) They don't want to hear that though. A lot, a lot of they them don't, don't want to hear it, but they'll respect they the honesty. You gotta, you gotta do it. They don't want to hear it. Now, I also don't believe in like giving that information without them being asked, like without being asked. Like, so, first of all, you should, you already should assume that I'm talking to the people, unless I tell you that I'm not. But sure. I'm not going to come up front and be like, oh, I like you and we should date, but I'm also dating John and and Jonathan from around the corner. Like, no, not. Why? What's, now, but let me ask you this. Me, What's wrong with uh, And the only reason I asked for volunteering that information, right? In, in, in 2020, almost everyone's connected, right? So my thing yeah. is, why not say that? Because what if you run the chance of John and James being cool or even being knowing the same person and like the person in between them are like wait a second i saw you with tia but then you go on a date with tia too and then you leave the space i'll move in the same circles but you but just because you you don't move in the same circles you don't know what circles other people move in some people don't care bro i mean yeah i'm just most dudes don't give a fuck the dmv is very small and i talked about this on my live the other day with lee the dmv is very very small and especially if I met you over social media, the first thing I'm going to do is go to mutual friends. But see, and that doesn't I mean that we're not friends, though. Too many mutual friends. I mean, no, but I'll still ask you. Like, that comes up in the getting to know you. Like, what high school did you go to? Do you know such and such? Where year did you graduate? Where, where did you used to work? Like, that shit comes That's up. And if I find out that you know anybody that I know, I'm like, what kind of relationship did I have? So, so, so let me ask that. Why say all that? Then just say, hey, I'm also talking to somebody named Johnny. They'd be like, oh, Johnny from, like, I don't, I don't get, like. Don't because if, 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 you, <laughs> if I find out that you're talking to somebody I know, that's a dub off the break. Yeah, no. Like, there's no chance. Nope. It's no chance because I'm not about to beat a bit around the way, because oh you, I was just I was just with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, she she ain't do that to you. Nah, See, nobody that's wants to do. Why, See, that's how niggas be. That's like, another. Nah. Well, all you gotta do if you if you show up at any dude's house and they got peppermint soap, you know T has been there. Cause niggas ain't no. just gonna have peppermint soap if you show up at a dude's house. And they got Dr. Bronner's in their bathroom. You already know who's been there. I'm just saying. That's not true. <laughs> nah, nah. I get hey, like listen. Wild. I guarantee you right now you can poll hey, ten men 
saying that ain't no nigga using peppermint soap that you ain't fucked with. I guarantee that. That's not true. I guarantee that. that. To two different niggas, no. so no, that's not I guarantee, true. I guarantee <laughs> they either got Old Spice or some regular ass shit, some Dove Men. If they got Dr. Bronner's peppermint soap, Tia didn't eat their ass. I'm telling you, that's nope, what that's. I did. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> I'm only two people in. Don't try to play me like that. <laughs> but that's exactly why. You I did say that was what you like for that I'm, situation. I'm letting you know right now. It is. I don't care if I meet if if I'm cool with a nigga who lives in Timbuktu. If I show up at their house and they got Doctor Bronner's, I'm immediately calling <laughs> like, hey, how'd you know? How you know this nigga? Like, what? <laughs> Tia been there. <laughs> the Booty Warriors been here. Oh my gosh! But my listen, my fear, my fear as, as a woman, as a preacher's kid, still as somebody that live in this area, I've I've always been respected by men and my peers for various reasons, and I will never give no niggas in the same circle the opportunity to ever bring me up and be like, oh well. I used to talk to Tia. Oh, I used to fuck her too. Did she do this to you? Did she do that to you? Did she do this trick? Never. You will never hear that about me in the same thing. A lot of women put themselves exactly in that situation. Oh yeah. Yeah, knowingly. Willingly. Like they like they they do this shit wear it like a badge of honor. That's like some hoe shit to me. I can't I can't. Hey. Like I think he cute, he cute too. I just want to fuck both of them and see what's up. All right, I mean, do Man, what you, you do, that bro. type of girl and you on some threesome. Like if you want to do both of them together, uh-huh. it just look. It depends. I feel like that's like, that okay? that's harder for women to take in. I feel like that's when oh, they definitely a woman taking will start it to feel like a hoe. Not definitely, okay. but I feel like I feel like the act of being like I'm gonna just do them at the same time. That's when you like, nah, that's some hoe shit. But if I hit this one this week and. It, at this one next week, I'm just single out here living my life. No, I can't do it. I mean, I can hear you, but I, I can't do it. I mean, yeah, that's you know, it's not the best thing in the world. I, I will say this, like, about the, me, me and my boys have never crossed swords before. That's what I call it, except one time. And I, you know, I ain't afraid to say names. If she happens to listen to podcasts, and you people just gonna find out. It was this chick named Gail. Right, and so hey, like I, I used to fuck this chick after work, like in the back seat of my car, and drop her off at home. Like that's literally all it was. I needed a nut, bam, I'll go, I'll be nice and drop you off. And so like, like three or four years later, like me and my my boy are on the subway, and we see her, and then like she's awkward as shit, and I just thought you know because I ain't seen her in a minute or whatnot. She gets off or whatever, and my my bro, my brother, who, what I call him, he was like. Man, that was weird as fuck, man. Like I, I, I was fucking her like two or three years ago. I immediately turned around and was like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, she was just that, a bust down. that had me coming happened to me a couple times. I mean, bust downs to get around like them, like it don't matter. Like, and you know, and I don't mean to like I'm not trying to sex shame anybody, but there are some people in this life who are just bust downs. Like, let's just be honest. Yeah. There, there are some dudes no shame. who are like that too. No, and ain't no shame in it. Embrace no what shame. you do. Um, you feel me? No but, judgment. But yeah, yeah. Let's let's move on. Let's move because I already can feel the, the, uh, the social Wait, justice. Wait, don't we have more dating rules? We only got three. I mean, I, hell, we really, <laughs> what, what more dating rules? You got more? Because I feel like and I to see what else y'all had. Oh, I, I, I will say another Niggas one. Niggas know what not to do. Niggas exactly. know not to cheat. Don't Niggas have raw know. sex with everybody. Yes. Oh, God. Like, 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 real talk. Like, I get it. Condoms take some of the pleasure away. Some people are allergic to condoms. Like, some, like my thing is, if you're going to be having raw sex, like. Yeah, that hurt only. Exactly. Like, it, like That's my good. thing is, like, I spent so much of my life being afraid to get anybody pregnant and S- like S- that, that shit worked on me as a kid because even though i started fucking when i was like 12 13 i was rapping motherfucking if you didn't have we didn't have no condoms i didn't almost want you breathing too hard on my dick because i was too afraid to catch something <laughs> um but like these there's some motherfuckers out here who literally day one are fucking raw and it's just like how are you playing russian roulette with your life like this like i know some niggas like covid that. can now be pe- <laughs> like it like niggas eating ass on the first link up like this shit this is they gotta be rules to this shit they gotta be Listen, rules to niggas this shit inboxing you off the oh. break, like let me eat your pussy type <laughs> shit and don't know you from nothing first of all i can't say i've ever done that 
See, no, nah, nah. I gotta be Probably. around you for a while and see what your hygiene is like before I can even think about eating your ass. Like that, that like no. And people are like that's a requirement to have sex with me. Then we just ain't gonna be fucking the first time. Like I'm good on that. I'm good. Right. On you that. Have so you know the vibes. Mm-hmm. That's plenty more out here. No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> You you know how some people wor- how some women worry about niggas slipping and, and putting uh, taking the condom off. You got to worry about me slipping and putting the condom on because I'm not doing this raw shit. I will. Uh uh-uh. uh. Here's a question. I just bought a fresh pack. Yes, sir. <laughs> I ain't going there. Okay. Here's a question. Mm-hmm. How often do you kiss women in the mouth that you're having sex with? I gotta like you. Like tongue kissing. Oh, I gotta like you. Kissing is kissing in some ways yeah, is more intimate do. than sex. Yeah. Like mm-mm. we gotta be. So not often. So no, what if she be. goes to kiss yeah. you like mid stroke? Like what do you do? Do you turn your head? Do you just I, do it? I put my head down and I like... kiss her on the neck. Um. You gotta, you gotta, <laughs> I, I perfected that move. Or I'll pull, I'll pull your titty up and start licking on your nipple and be like, oh, I didn't even know you was trying to kiss me. Like, pull, pull the hair back, pull the hair back right yeah, quick and uh-uh. start spinning. Yeah, you, you figure something out right quick. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, the last tip that I got, if nobody else got anyone, and this is something that, T, you've heard me say this a thousand times, so you probably know where I'm going to go on this. Stop carrying your motherfucking feelings in your vaginas and your dicks. Stop thinking that because somebody fucks you good, that means that y'all are, listen. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. sex That's is supposed to be trying to tell these women. Sex is supposed to be good. So if you're trying to tell me that because the sex is so good, we automatically go together, then look, we no. don't need to be fucking. Like, be honest. If you can say, look, and this goes back to being honest. Say, look, I can't handle sex without it being a deep connection because I'm. A, it's going to make me fall in love if you give it to me too good. That way I know we don't need to be fucking because I'm not going to knock down my performance for nobody. We just not gonna be fucking in that case. Like, I'm... that's a whole nother conversation. Cause I feel like, I feel like you can't give somebody everything. She be telling me to dumb it down all oh, the time. No. I'm, I'm she sure. I, me I live to show down. out every rip. Cause I refuse to ever be caught up in somebody motherfucking say, "Oh, CJ only gave me some mediocre dick." No, no, we we got to show out every. Rip. I had a girl tell me one time that me sticking my thumb in her ass made her think we were in a relationship. I was like. No. How, Slay? Like, what the fuck does that have to do with being in a relationship? How did she come to that conclusion? I don't know. Maybe it's what he said to her when he put his thumb in there. I don't even talk (laughs) for real during sex. Y'all be talking that shit while y'all fucking, and that's why. See, I ain't never did no Tyree shit. Have my baby. Oh, no, fuck all that. I told you, Mike. Uh-uh. I know people probably hear that and be like, you got four kids. How are you afraid to get people pregnant? I got my wife pregnant four times. I ain't got, just got random... Four, four, like, like my ex-wife, I got pregnant. It wasn't just me out here raw dogging bitches. Like that was. I got one girl pregnant and one girl had my kid, and I got one kid. See, there you go. I I ain't had no slip ups, no oops, nah. (laughs) I'll come in your face before I come in your pussy raw. Like I'm just letting you know. If I came in your pussy, we got some trust. I'm just letting. I trust you with my life. I'm just letting you know that if I busted a nut in your pussy. Nigga, we we lifelong. Like that's all it is. I'm just letting you know. I had motherfuckers tell me like you ain't gotta pull out. I'm nope, not doing it. Mm-mm, I don't care what type of birth control you. You can have Jesus dancing nah, on your cervix, nah, blocking nah, the come nah, away, nah, and I'm not doing that shit. Wait, 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 wait. You say Jesus dancing on your cervix? Is that what blocking you the come? Yeah. Hey, hey, wild boy. Hey, wild boy for that. That's funny. But no, that birth control works. That birth control works, bro. I ain't even gonna, I, I disagree with you on that one. That birth control. They do bro, bro, three of my four yeah. kids were born on birth control. All different I'm types sorry. of birth control. Yeah, I should have sued somebody with <laughs> birth control, bro. Yeah, that shit never Man, let that, me down. Alan was born, my youngest was born on Morena. We got that Morena. We thought we was in there good. You just didn't know it wasn't in there. No, nah, they had to brush and take the shit out. Cause they, cause it can cause like some you, issues. You can take that out yourself though. Well, she, she must put it back. No, that's the that's the that's not the joint you stick. I in thought Marina was the one the doctor. Yeah, has the, yeah, that's the one the doctor stick all the way back right. in that moment. Right. But, but sometimes when you have a baby and you got Morena, have you seen the babies that had the Morena? Yeah, that shit is hilarious. Head? That's crazy. <laughs> that's probably funny. I shit. Stick to the <laughs> 
in the past, I'd be all right. All right, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so the last topic, T, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you introduce uh all because it's serious, but I also think like um I just think this one needs to be introduced by a woman, uh, honestly, because it's a sensitive topic and you know, I'm I'm an asshole sometimes and I may I may crack a joke and I just don't want to run the risk of cracking any type of joke that offends anybody in this situation. So I just for the betterment so they don't cancel this podcast that we're working hard on, I think you need to go ahead and introduce this stuff. Okay, so if you've been on social media the past few days, you saw that Ocho Cinco, you know, he's very active on Twitter. And Ocho Cinco made some type of joke in regards to domestic violence. Like, um, I think it was to the effect, I'm paraphrasing, that he's lost his temper for three seconds in his whole life. So, of course, you know, he used to be married to Evelyn Rosada and or Lazada. And they had a domestic issue in the car with, you know, a receipt with condoms. And they got divorced after, what, how many days? I don't even think they were married a month. Um, But it upset her to see him say that because, you know, as a domestic violence survivor, you're constantly, like, getting over. Like, that's not something that you easily get over, even years in, like, after. So she saw the tweet. She said she woke up to people like, you know, screen shooting her the tweet that he said. And it made her feel a way because she's like the nerve of you. This is only she went live also the other day. And she said, um, I could say a whole lot more about the situation. What people know about the car and the condom receipt (coughs) was the only thing I let out. But there have been multiple situations of domestic violence within our relationship that nobody else knows. So for you to come on social media and parade around and even in a joking manner say you've only lost your temper for three seconds in your whole life, it it was a trigger for her. Mm -hmm. So she felt the way. And you have all these people, men again, and some women that I was very disappointed in, um, responding to her saying, oh, you should be over it and you shouldn't feel no kind of way because the way you behaved on um, Basketball Wives, you deserve it. And it was just really pissing me off to see some of these comments. But I understand where she was coming from. Like, as a person who was also in domestic relationships as I, you know, was growing up, it is something hard to get over, and I'm over it now, but my last relationship that that happened in was a long time ago, <laughs> like a very, very long time ago. So it takes a minute. Like, they have not been divorced that long, and to see your abuser come on social media and play around like it's a joke and not be, um, not have any kind of accountability was just disappointing to me, and it really pissed me off. That's deep. I, I, I as a man watching this and I even told you T I was like I, I can't watch all of it um because you can see the pain in her face right and like yeah. very often like people try to play it off as like oh it was one bad time but then to hear her say that it happened multiple times and this is why when women are in these domestic violence like situations and they try to say oh it's gonna get better or, oh you know we're gonna work through it like very often you don't like there are some people who have been in domestic violence it did happen once a couple of times and they literally have rebounded and gotten better but that shit does not happen without therapy usually yeah and if if you're in a, a, a situation women who are listening to this and you're in a domestic violence relationship and they say they want to get better but they aren't seeking therapy that should be a red motherfucking flag all jokes mm-hmm. aside and to see her talk about this and i completely understand like to see somebody try to act like Oh, it was just one time you guys are judging me. I lost my career over it. Like, all that shit. I ain't trying to hear none of that shit. Because at the end of the day, it shouldn't fucking... Like, there's nothing so angry that you should get to where you need to assault a woman. Now, I'm... If your life's in the line, if motherfucker pull a knife on me, I'm like, like, T, I love you. You pull a knife on me and I really feel like I can't get away, I'm beating your motherfucking ass. I'm just letting you know right there. That's a different situation. But, and, 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 you know, and this is why... Because I try to make... When I get uncomfortable, I make jokes, and I try. I'm sorry to you. I, I I don't like making jokes about stuff like this, but seriously, it's like to see that is like, and to see that the fact that that he's still going on and had somewhat of like, yeah, his NFL career was taken away, but he's still a social media presence. He still is in commercials. He wouldn't have played in the CFL for a little while. Like you, and to my correct me if I'm wrong, he didn't face any jail time for this. Like he was literally in jail for like what? Nope. Like, so yeah, fuck all that. I ain't trying to hear none of that shit from him. I ain't trying to hear none of that shit. Brian, what about you? Can't be hitting on women. So, I don't know if too much about it. Yeah. I don't know too much about the situation, to be honest. But 
you know, I just don't. I don't can't like be headbutting jumps. Like, you can't do that. Yeah. You said what? Like, I don't like victim shaming. Why are people always blaming the victim for rape or issues of domestic violence? Like, typically, people who do those kind of things have anger management issues. They have alcohol issues. They might be bipolar. Some of them are just plain crazy. You cannot blame a victim for anything like that. And some of the comments, like I said, the women's comments to Evelyn, like tagging her and everything was just ridiculous yeah. to me. Like, I, I just, I can't, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. That's the type of shit that makes you realize, like, the, the sucky situation some humans are in. Like, and that's why people social are, media bro. sucks. Yeah, people are fucking crazy, man. But let's, let's social move. media gave everybody a, a platform, you know, a, a, not even a platform, but it gave everybody a heart. Yeah. People, you some things you you would never hear somebody say out loud to somebody next to them, but on the internet they'll say something wild and crazy like. Yeah, wouldn't bust a fucking grape in a fruit fight, man. That shit, I used to let some, some shit on social media with people talking stuff get under me, but then I had to realize like who the fuck I am, and you can't beat my ass no way, so I'll catch you in person. <laughs> Oh God! Shut up, you. but uh, <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and get ready to head into oh, our next God. our next segment and take our break. But before that, we have our cookie of the week, and this one, I you know I like this cookie. What's that? I, do I like too. this cookie. Right. What's cookie of the week? It's 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 good. Explain it to you. Cookie of the week is I used to do it on Cookie Chronicles. It was when we highlighted one woman every week um, and just talk about their accolades, gave their social media handles so that people can follow them. And they're just gorgeous people overall. So that's Cookie of the Week. So this week's Cookie of the Week is my new sis. I ain't even calling her bestie, I'm calling her sis. Like she is a fellow Gemini, she's only a few years older than me. She is a teacher. She is a coach. She's actually working on getting her uh, life Fuck coach. all that. The motherfucking case. Listen. Oh, my Wait, God. Her body is oh, banging. Brian, she just posted I don't know if you awesome saw this picture. But th- who is she? But he this body it. made me. Bro, I damn near, I damn near <laughs> oh, lick my about, I damn near lick my phone, fam. You talking about Sean? Oh, yeah. She vicious. Man. Yes, sir. I knew, she, don't, don't get me wrong. Sister. I know. I know. I knew that she had body <laughs> before, but yeah, I didn't know it was like that. That was. Listen. Oh, my God. Jeez. Yes, this is my baby, my love. I talk to her every day. She's like, she's, she's closer than a sister, Miss Cat B from Love, Less, and Bad. I would eat Frosted Flakes out her ass with a spoon. Oh my God. She's based out of. <laughs> I ain't doing that, but she's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. See, we didn't completely hide you. Go ahead. She's not, on, she's not on um, Instagram real heavy, but she is on Facebook. So if you want to follow her, look for Cat C A T. B B E E. That's our cookie of the week. Listen, I'm in the DM. <laughs> a spoon. Get my spoon, cause I would uh, listen. <laughs> Jesus, I'm in the DMs. Uh, watch it, y'all. Uh, watch it. Well, go ahead. Get Brian. Listen, I'm letting you know right now, bro. Bro, if you if you do slide in her DMs, do y'all ever hook up? Just name the first baby after me. That's all I ask, man. That's what? All, that's all I ask. <laughs> And don't pull out. Don't pull out. Oh, gosh. (laughs) You're staring me wrong, man. That's not good advice. I'm going to call her right now. Uh, Please, please, please talk about you. Please let her know. I can tell her I'm serious. I want to take her on a date. Oh, oh, man. That's deep. All right. Let me stop. Let me stop. All right. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to take our break. When we come back after this, we're going to go ahead and read our emails. We'll be right back after this. Welcome to Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Go, go, Power Ranger. Yeah, this is the Black Ranger. It's me, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. It's Ash Ketchum in his bed. <laughs> I am the Eric J. Only known as the Eric J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real-life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The gentleman. Also known as K. Diddy. Take that, take that. But better known as the people's jabroni. <laughs> and that's us. I mean, we have four friends coming together every week to talk about the biggest stories in sports with our own flair to it. Let me tell you, you ain't never heard a sports podcast that's entertaining before. Damn straight. So check us out every Wednesday. Get at us. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, so we're back. Unfortunately, our guest Brian had to step out, so it was just me and Lady on this one. But our first email that we're going to be reading, I'm just going to read the title of this one. My husband disappeared for two days. For me, so just a peek behind the curtain, me and T recorded an episode that was lost. Uh, we read this email on it, but it was so good we had to bring it back. So some of our reactions, we don't seem as caught off guard as because we have read this one before. But uh, let's get into this one. My husband disappeared one day. Dry calling his coworkers and his friends, and none of them knew where he was. So I called the police, and they filed a missing persons report. I noticed him gone because he didn't come home from work. He didn't come home the next day either. He didn't come back until early the morning after, and he looked horrible. Not physically, but mentally. He looked shaken and shocked, barely able to respond to what I was asking him. And I asked him where he was, and he just said he visited a friend and lost his phone and that he meant to tell me. I didn't believe him, and I kept asking what was wrong and where he was, but he literally just kept saying the same thing. He looked absolutely shocked, like something clearly happened. How do I confront him? How do I bring this up again? I stopped bringing it up at first because I knew it was a sensitive topic, but now enough time has passed that I feel I should bring it up again. T, what do you think? Fuck that nigga. Say no. <laughs> no, I mean. Um, I would say that's insane, and I think that you're very, you're a wonderful woman and uber considerate to even consider his feelings at this point because he didn't consider yours at any point during the time that he was gone. And I hope you guys didn't have kids because he didn't consider you guys' kids' feelings in this situation either. Um, him not wanting to talk about it would not be up. That would be an issue for me. It's not up for discussion. You're either going to talk about it or you can get out. Either way, you need to do an STD test because if I allow you to stay in here, I don't know where the fuck you were or what the fuck you've been doing and who you was doing it with, and I don't trust you at this point. So you need to consistently work to get my trust back. And I, if I let him back, we would also have to do therapy because... Again, I don't trust you. What are you going to do to regain my trust? I need to know when you tell me this story, I have to feel like it's the truth. And if I feel like you lying, ain't no coming back from that. First of so all, no. listen, I get I get trying to be the diplomatic and everything. And I often try to play devil's advocate and think about both sides. But listen, if, if he was gone for two days, two motherfucking days, two whole entire Earth days, <laughs> <laughs> and and is so traumatized that he can't tell you what the fuck happened. It's because he don't have the answers, and the truth is probably worse than what. Listen, there's no way in hell that something tra like your partner is supposed to be the person you can confide in, right? So if something yeah. traumatizing did happen. I, like I'm gonna be the first. Like if you got raped, molested, what happened to you? Something like if it's that traumatizing, we need to talk about it. We need to get some therapy. But for this much amount of time to go by and you not to say anything about it, to me, just means you don't have a fucking answer. And you're trying to pull the wool over somebody's eyes. Don't fall for it, sis. Don't fall for it because this seems like a bunch and crock of bullshit. That's what this seems like. I mean, even if something did happen to him, you know, that didn't involve another woman. Y'all got to go to therapy. Like, initially, I would put him out, but we would still, like, if we, if it was worth repairing and, like, I, I love him so much that I didn't want to just let completely go, we would have to go to therapy. We would have to. And you would have to be 100% honest with me because if I feel like you're not being honest at any point during any of these therapy sessions, we will get a divorce. Mm. And that's just what it that's is. It's deep, man. This is just some deep shit. Like, I... People crazy. Let, let let somebody I'm I'm dating and if we living together, you disappear for whole two whole entire days. You ain't gotta worry about it. I got your shit packed up. We ain't gotta have no if you that traumatized, you can go be traumatized at your mama house. Cause you can you ain't gotta be traumatized where I lay my head at because I don't trust that shit. Nope. Not at all. Not at all. You better you better have got kidnapped by Trump. Like I like something better happen to where we can get some if you that traumatized, we need to be suing somebody and getting some motherfucking money. That's what we need to be doing. You better have been in jail. Somebody better have kidnapped you. Like it something. Something. But not want to talk about it. Fuck no, that ain't an option. No. Well, we're gonna move <laughs> on from that email. The last email that we got today, this motherfucking email got you know what, Tia, take this email. <laughs> So this one is called Water Sports. It says, hey, Hayes and Tia, I'm a longtime listener and an absolute fan of the show. I recently listened to the Stick What in My Aretha episode and was completely tickled by Hayes' response and absolutely fascinated with the details of Aretha play that Tia shared. The guy I'm dealing with has a piss fetish, a.k.a. Water Sports. I've allowed him to fully explore it with me. 
I can't say that I have a piss fetish, nor can I say that pee turns me on, but I'm a pleaser. I truly get pleasure from seeing my partner please. Short backstory. The man I'm currently dealing with is someone I've known since childhood. As a matter of fact, he was my first, so we're already close and quite comfortable with each other. When he finally revealed his admiration with urine, it because he was, and probably still is to some extent, very embarrassed about it. I just initially asked if he liked to get peed on or if he liked doing the peeing. He wasn't so sure, so we tried both. The first time, we were in missionary, and he peed on me. I was nervous. I'm not going to lie. But I was also curious to see how we both react. It felt good at first. It was warm and naughty, um, but then got cold really quick. He got it on my wig. <laughs> I was pissed. <laughs> no one likes their hair wet. Uh, I was pissed, uh, no pun intended. But right after he was done, he was so aroused that when he re-entered me, it was so intense that we both came hard as fuck. The next time, I peed on him and the same reaction. He was so aroused, the sex was amazing. We each have favorite positions now. One day in the middle of sex, he mentioned he had to pee. So I got up and led him to the bathroom. I got in the tub. He stood on the tub and peed on my clit. That shit felt so good. <laughs> he, If he would have went a little longer, I definitely would have climaxed. His favorite is actually peeing inside of me and watching it gush out. I must admit, that feels good, too. Um, let's see. Sorry, I got to scroll down. Um, but that's the extent that we've explored water sports so far. I really don't think he'd be into urethra play. He's really not into pain. But even if he wanted to, that'd be a hard hell nah for me, dog. <laughs> LOL. Again, I love the show and the whole vibe y'all bring. Keep that great content coming. Water sporting and shit. <laughs> why you got that face hey? alright first of all let me say this right I, I do want to say because I, I believe in not king shaming I, the fact that you explored something that you necessarily weren't into and you guys have both found pleasure in it regardless of what that kink that is that shit is beautiful like the, real yeah. talk like real talk you guys you explored it you guys both found enjoyment out of it you've taken it to different levels that's what people need to do when you're in a committed relationship and your partner likes something you may not be into you really tried and you never know you may not like it you may and then you guys kind of figure it out from there now what i will say reading this was like i went through a whole roller coaster of emotions right because i'm, I'm reading this i'm like bitch what the fuck what Huh? what and he did what so like that's, that's my process of like what i'm reading this like my thing is like i don't know uh, so i'm not but like peeing inside someone seems a bit yeah. like that 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 to me is like i worry about like how that like what does that do for ph balance levels and whatnot um is that healthy but the thing is, is that hey if, it, clearly you guys have not had any issue with it if you like it that's you what i will say is that shit ain't for me um but like <laughs> like I, i'll let you know right now even squirting sometimes i'd be like bitch what the fuck is you doing but like so if somebody sit there and pee on me i'd be like purposely i'd be like look you know what i think we're gonna go ahead and we're just gonna stop i'm gonna go ahead and go home but you know um but no for real i i, I do think that it's beautiful that you guys have been able to share i hope you watched that wig i hope you were able to like you know completely sanitize that wig and get that shit together um but i really don't know like, you're sharing a story with us, so you're not really asking for, like, any advice. It seems like you guys really haven't figured out. And my thing is, is, like, what we say to you, if it's going on in your bedroom and it's working for y'all, have fucking fun. Piss all over that motherfucker. Like, do that shit. <laughs> what I will say, though, is if I ever invite y'all over my house, y'all gonna have to get a hotel room. You can't sleep here. You can't sleep here. You can't do it. But other than that, I'm glad y'all having fun. <laughs> I mean, like you said, I think it's great that they both like took the time to experience this together and found pleasure in it because so many people hear a kink of their partners and just give it a hard no without trying it. Uh, I mean, I guess some things will be hard no's, but if it's not that bad, you know, try at least try it once to see what happens. But the whole king inside of me, no, I would have to ask the doctor, like, is that safe to do? So you would go to the doctor and be like, hey, my boyfriend wants to pee inside me. Is this is this safe? You would say that to your doctor? 
if that was something I was interested in, yes. I'm, 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 hey, I'm just asking. Oh, you got to make sure. Like, I just, I see U, UTIs. I see pH balances being off. I see uh, yeast. Inf- like, that just seemed like a lot of unnecessary downtime in between my period and fucking that I couldn't do because you wanted to pee at me. Like, I don't, I don't know. But kudos to you guys. If you like it, I love it. And keep doing your thing. Listen here. <laughs> you asked me on that episode, why can't you just pee on someone? So you couldn't do it, eh? I told you I could pee. I I could very I could just never see you again. Like I, I <laughs> like and I, and I know this. I, listen, I'm saying that with the complete realization that that is immature as fuck. But I don't give a fuck. <laughs> If I was talking to somebody and she was like, I need you to piss on me, I would pee all over. Where, where do you want it to go? I'll pee all over you. You got to get the fuck out would afterwards, you though. If that's what they wanted, I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like, if they ask, I, I love feet, right? If you ask me to pee on your feet, I can never look at you again. So at that point, I might as well just pee anywhere. Like, wherever you want to pee, you got it. But afterwards, one of us got to get the fuck out to never return again. That's that's the end of the story. <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's I, and a I, hard no for me. And I don't block. I'm blocking you from social media. I'm blocking you from every like because I don't want to see you anymore. Matter of fact, I'm. And if anybody ever asks me, hey, yeah, you used to fuck with X, Y, Z. I don't know who the fuck that motherfucker is. I've never seen him a day in my life. <laughs> Look, who are you talking about? I don't know that woman. <laughs> I'm sorry for that woman, but I do not know her. <laughs> what can he <you> say? <laughs> I'm sorry for that man. <laughs> oh man, that shit. But no, I mean, hey, let this if this letter, you know, I'm, I'm we're being funny and stuff, but like really if you tell if for our listeners, if you don't take anything else out of this email, take out it like you can really find excitement and shit out of trying the shit that your partner's into. Like try kinks. Like life is too short to not try kinks. Like for real, real talk. You know, we talk about BDSM, I'm into it and all the other shit, but real talk. It ain't even about all that. Like the pleasure and the experience you get in seeing your per- the person you're with pleased by something you're doing is a rush that it that shit's unmatched. Like I can't even lie. Like I remember, oh, even before B- the first time somebody asked me to stick my thumb in the ass, I was like, why in the fuck would you want me to stick my? Th-? But then <laughs> the way that they reacted and their body reacted to my thumb being in the ass, that shit was fucking a high that I have that was amazing at that time. So yeah, I mean you gotta you gotta try if if you're. And, you know, even if you're just having sex with people, you still want to explore to a certain degree. But I fully believe if you're in a committed relationship with somebody, try that shit. Try that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would definitely say committed relationship or even if y'all not in a committed relationship, you know, with, with trying new things, there has to be a certain level of trust. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to be able to trust that you are one not going to judge me. Two not gonna look at me differently afterwards, and three go tell my business. Yeah, cause you don't want to tell people. Oh, yeah, I was pissing in her pussy. Like I like. Yeah, no. Hey, my, yeah, see, I, I'm no. not mature enough. Cause like, <laughs> if I if I pissed in somebody, and then the next, if I like years and years down the road they got married, I'm gonna be like, hey, bro, like, did you eat her pussy? Cause I pissed in it. Like I'm just like, and I'm not even that type of dude. But I'm just that shit is just. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> You're horrible. No, nah, but for real, real talk. That's 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 a dope letter. I appreciate that. We and you know, and our letters don't letters to us don't always have to be like questions or you need our advice on it. Like share stories like that. This is a safe place. You know, I I crack my jokes. I crack jokes on myself. Don't take it personal. But like this is really this is a beautiful like pit. I appreciated her sharing. The beautiful piss. The beautiful golden shower. Bam, that's the title of this episode. Bam. I like the water sports and shit. Water sports and shit. There you go. Yeah, we can can make that the title. Well, Tia, that's it. You got anything left? No, I'm not going to ask my usual question. I'll give it a couple weeks, but no. Did you you suck (laughs) any dick this week? I did not. I didn't. Your brother was here. Like I didn't feel comfortable. At, I'm not even gonna lie. I didn't even I feel comfortable asking. I was hoping you wasn't gonna yeah. do that. But now that he's gone, like I fuck it. <laughs> I might have an appointment set up for next month that I'll be sucking some dick. So we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Hopefully well, it give... could be like a whole weekend affair, nonstop. Of sucking we'll dick. See. 
Non-stop sucking dick? All of it, okay? All of it. They got to make it up to do, so we'll see how that works out. Okay, well, <laughs> there you go. T, go ahead and give them your social media. <laughs> it is the first lady, D-A-F-I-R-S-T underscore L-A-D-I, and then Tia, the first lady, on Facebook. All right, and you guys know where you can follow me at CEO Hayes, the CEO H A I Z E. You can follow us collectively at Love Lust and BAS Pod. Um, think about t- dropping the pod and just making it Love Lust and BAS because it just flows better. It does. It just flows better. Uh, you can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Love Lust and BAS at gmail.com. And then something that I really hope that we utilize more, you know, me and T have actually talked about. Maybe going live, once you kind of figure this out, I'm actually getting a new computer that'll make going live a little bit easier. Doing a time where you guys can call in. So, you know, 614-547-2039. That'll probably be utilized a little bit more here shortly. But we are the number one adult podcast in the world. We'll see you lovely and beautiful people next week. Peace. Bye. To throw some game, they both one and the same. Cupid's the one to blame. I'm about to shed some light, cause each and every night, you gotta do it right. I'm about to throw some game, they both one and the same. Cupid's the one to blame. I'm about to shed some light, cause each and every night, you gotta do it right. They want it nice and slow, kiss them from head to toe, relax and let it go. They want it now and fast, grabbing and smacking ass, you gotta make it last. Together holding hands, you out there spending grands and making family plans. Don't have to straighten facts, don't want no strings attached, just scratch this on your back. Exes ain't acting right, and you so glad to fight. Dinners by candlelight. She got a nigga whipped down to your fingertips, trying that freaky shit. Turn on some baby face just for your lady.